you. Another week, another episode of Pokemon. Welcome, trainers, to Peak Happy Podcast, a Pokemon anime podcast that has been going since episode one and is just gonna keep plowing through every single episode of the Pokemon anime, laughing and having philosophical epiphanies and whatever else this show brings us. Right now we're in the Hoenn region, and I don't have any housekeeping to take care of today, so um, that's the spiel, that's what we are. I know you're supposed to treat every episode like it's somebody's first episode, but like really, if you're here, you know why you're here. So let's just get into it. We're into the Hoenn region with Advanced Generation number 75, Whiskash and Ash. And the episode starts out, it is a beautiful day. Brock is making the perfect soup by a beautiful lake. And the kids are going to have a picnic while Ash gazes and polishes his beautiful badges. Everything's beautiful. What could possibly go wrong? Ash and Pikachu are so excited that they're only three badges away from the Hoenn League. Like, it's such an accomplishment. Good job, guys. I, like, I mean, I, in my mind, I knew we were that far along, but in some ways it doesn't feel like we're that far along. It's an accomplishment, but maybe not the accomplishment May would like Ash to make. She wants Ash and Pikachu to help with setting up lunch. Uh, but from underneath the water of the lake, uh, a shadow looms. And as Ash stands up, he trips on a bucket, his badge case goes flying, and a giant water Pokemon lunges. A Whiskash has just eaten Ash's badges. A giant bluish-purple whale-like Pokemon. Well... I say whale. This one is the size of a whale, but it, it, it's really more of a koi slash catfish situation. But it's sassy, this Pokemon. It's just taunting him with, with this. And the faces both Ash and Wishcash are making. Like, who animated this episode? This is, a, this is screen cap material for sure. Ash decides to battle to get his badges back. Like, of course. Uh, but Corfish... Uh, gets taken out by Whiskash's water pulse. It's a KO, so this is not looking good. Um, it's amazing that Ash went for Corfish first and not Pikachu. Like, Pikachu should have been able to finish this very quickly. Um, Whiskash just looks like... I don't even know. It, it knows what it's doing, and it dives back under the water. <laughs> I, I'm dying from some of these faces. This is great. Now, we have learned from Gym Leader Claire, it is possible to contact gym leaders and go through official channels and get your badges reissued if something like this happens. At least in Johto, it was. And since Johto is only a step up from the extremely disorganized Kanto, it stands to reason that this would work out in Hoenn. Certainly, Ash does not burn bridges like the gym leaders here would be happy to work with him and help him out. Um, but the badges themselves are important to Ash. They're symbolic. And Whiskash has just made him mad. Like, this is personal now. So he dives into the water after the Pokemon, despite the objections of all of his friends. And underwater, again, we are treated to a cornucopia of delightful faces. Whiskash and its side-eye, Ash's consternation, his unimpressed face... His I-need-air face, his oh-my-gosh-my-legs-are-tangled-up-in-seaweed-and-I-can't-breathe face, his losing-consciousness-and-actively-drowning face, <laughs> and his nearly-dead-hallucinating-is-that-a-fishing-lure-talking-to-him face. Like, <laughs> we're like a few minutes in, this episode is so wild. 
And we're just getting started. Like, despite Ash's hallucinations, Pikachu was not actually in the water with him. Because Pikachu got some sense. Um, but a Pikachu-shaped lure is what Ash grabbed and, and hallucinated about. Uh, and he is fished into the boat of an older, white-haired man with the most impressive eyebrows the world has ever known. <laughs> These are dramatic. He looks like he could take flight with that set of eyebrows. Anyway... This guy is Captain Ahab looking for his Moby. That is, he's Captain Sullivan, a fishing god, a fishing legend, and he wants to catch this Wishcash. He's named the Wishcash Nero. I think it's pretty presumptive to call yourself a fishing god, but with eyebrows like that, who am I to argue? There's something about Sullivan's animation that's just, or his character design, I guess, rather, that's just slightly over the top like he looks like he was animated to blend in in Yu-Gi-Oh not with Ken Sugimori's character design and I kind of love this Ash is freaking out over losing his badges enough that even Pikachu is like whoa calm down but luckily the legend Sullivan is willing to help or at least he's been trying to catch Wishcash he's been trying to catch Wishcash Guys, I cannot say the word whizcash. I whiz whizcash wish. Oh gosh, I hate my life. <laughs> or at least he's been trying to catch whizcash. So if he just keeps doing what he was going to do anyway, he'll end up with Ash's badge case. This is basically helping. Um, this man has a fragile ego. This fishing god. One disparaging comment from Max, and he nearly has a heart attack. <laughs> He's like, oh man, I guess I'm not needed with leaves of the wind of failure blowing at his back. <laughs> the kids need to inflate his ego, so they call him a true legend and a god. We need you to get him to come back. And again, the animation on this episode faces brilliant. So Sullivan here hasn't caught Wizcash in like 50 years, but he's going to teach Ash and the kids how to fish for it now. I mean, he needs all the help he can get, and so does Ash right now. The kids know how to push his buttons. If they call him a legend, he'll give them whatever they want. But otherwise, this guy is a massive diva. But he does have an impressive array of lures to choose from. The kids choose fishing lures shaped like Pokemon. And with Sullivan, they map out their Wizcash catching plan. Meanwhile, Team Rocket is listening in, or rather watching in, via binoculars. And through them, we see that the average size of a Wizcash is much smaller than this mammoth specimen that we met in Nero. One is a guppy, Nero is a whale. They're planning to catch this for the boss now, and we'll see if they have better luck than the kids who aren't getting a single bite. Sullivan is getting all the bites. He's catching everything in that lake, except for Nero the Wizcash, and he's just chucking all the guppies back into the lake. It's Nero or it's nothing. Now these kids have fished before. Ash and Brock have traveled with Misty. Like, they know how to fish. But Ash's badges are on the line. Like, this isn't a hobby. They can't waste time. So they play to the fishing god's ego, like, teach us your ways, teach us the secret, oh legend. Max isn't super impressed by Sullivan's advice, but, yeah, what are you gonna do? Max isn't impressed by much of anything, usually. <laughs> If it's not Professor Oak, Max can think of a way to do it better. 
Uh, Sullivan does have legitimate advice, though, about places fish like to hide and good spots in the lake to cast their lines. And then he teaches our kids the perfect cast. Well, or something. Honestly, it looks a bit like something out of Yu Yu Hakusho. But go off. I love this guy's dramatics. Especially when Max turns out to be this angling savant, casting his line with perfect precision, despite, like, not even looking, practically. Um, and, you know, Sullivan's been casting longer than these kids have been alive, but whatever, Max. <laughs> Max catches a whizcash, but not the whizcash. Now, that one shows up on its own just to laugh at the humans. <laughs> Show Ash it's still got his batches, you know. So sassy. Team Rocket hasn't been having great luck using James's bottle caps as lures, uh, but Jessie's hair accidentally becomes great fishing bait. She catches a Feeboss and lets it go. And Feeboss, friend, you dodged a bullet. Like, if Team Rocket had their eyes on any sort of prize, they'd have taken you to their boss. She, in fact, catches multiple Feeboss and rejects them all. When Team Rocket is focused on one thing, it is that one thing only, apparently. <laughs> Sullivan, meanwhile, is doing the most extra fishing of an equally extra Magikarp, and honestly, you two deserve each other. It's Ash, though, in fact, who finally hooks the Whiskash of Dreams, and Sullivan coaches him into getting the water Pokémon to surface. But Whiskash is so huge... When it flees, the twerps are basically water skiing. It's just pulling their little rowboat along as Ash clings for dear life. That thing has his badges. Letting go is not an option for Ash. So while he's hanging on to both the rod and the boat, he calls out Corfish and asks Corfish to use Crab Hammer on himself. On Use Crab Hammer on me, Ash. You know, this squishable little human boy. Corfish only hesitates for a little second. Uh, Corfish whacks Ash and launches him forward through the air towards Whizcash with the triumphant theme of advanced adventure playing underneath. Ash lands on the rocks at the other side of the lake. He pulls hard on the rod and beaches this Whizcash. Then Ash has Grovile come out and pound Whizcash. And yet, despite all that damage, when Ash demands to have his badges returned... Whizcash just laughs. It's not laughing a second later when Team Rocket catches Whizcash in a net and flies off with their balloon. They decided uh, to let the twerps do the hard work here so they can, you know, work on their motto routine. I mean, brilliance doesn't just happen. But they seem to have worked out whatever issues they had with the rocket thrusters last episode. The rocket-powered rocket balloon makes good distance, and the kids have to follow on rowboat with their water Pokemon providing propulsion. I don't think Team Rocket realizes that they have Ash's badges. Like, Whizcash is a behemoth, but the badges here might be the real prize, considering all the times Team Rocket has tried to break into the Pokemon League and all. At the very least, they might try to sell or ransom them. Grovile is able to bring down the balloon with Bullet Seed, and so on the shores of the lake, it's time for a Pokemon battle. It's Bullet Seed versus Pin Missile, Iron Tail versus Poison Tail, Bazooka versus. Yeah, well, we're gonna cut away from Meow's heavy artillery. Whizcash is hating being trapped, so it bounces until it's able to break out of its net and use one of its signature attacks Earthquake. 
I assume all the Wizcash have this ability, but it's probably much more effective when you're the size of a minivan, I'd imagine. Team Rocket goes blasting off. Taking that bazooka with them. <laughs> and an exhausted Wizcash coughs up Ash's badge cache, which Ash happily scrambles to grab. With that settled, Sullivan calls out Hannah the Flaffy. Oh, which is adorable, I love it! And challenges Wizcash to a battle. And Hannah is a beast, like, whoa. It's fully capable and willing to murder you in your sleep. But unfortunately, Sullivan makes one false move, calling for an electric attack when Wizcash is part ground. Again, animation team on point with these faces. Well, fear not, Sullivan has a master ball. Like, wow, we haven't seen one in the anime before, and I can't remember, this might be the only time? At least, it's definitely super rare. But fitting, the little W markings on Whiskash's head kind of seem like an upside-down master ball. It's like destiny. Sullivan throws the Pokeball. Whiskash eats it. And leaves on its merry way. Like, there went the rarest item in the game. Sullivan tries to look at it glass half full, like, if he hasn't caught Nero yet, he can still look forward to the hunt. And I admire you for trying to keep a positive attitude. And so the episode ends. Ash has his badges back, and that's really what we care about. The kids bid goodbye to the legend, who goes off to uh, continue making his legend. And I, I hope he's very happy. At this point, I think Nero the Wizcash is just trying to troll him, so... Maybe someday it'll allow itself to be caught, maybe not, we'll see. But at the very least, Hannah the Flaffy is all you need on your team, like... I'm just saying, if I were facing Tobias, I want Hannah the Flaffy on my side. This is definitely a shorter episode... But I don't think that makes it any less enjoyable. Like, it's definitely not plot-heavy. There's not a lot of, like, character observations happening. But, like, it's one of those episodes where they just kind of yes-anded their way through the entire storyboarding process. Like, Sullivan is over the top. The kids are a little over the top in, like, how they deal with him. The faces are amazingly animated, and it's just like, yeah, sure, this Whiskash is enormous, and yeah, sure, let's give me out the bazooka, and yeah, give this Flaffy a shank, like, like, I seriously don't know what happened in the creation of this episode, but I imagine it was a very fun day at work for everybody. And, you know, sometimes you need, you need to just have some laughs, you know, we can't be philosophical and deep and questioning our life choices all the time, that's going to be next week's episode. Because next week's episode is Me, Myself, and Time. Having some time travel shenanigans. Um, but for now, let's just remember the comedy and the beautiful faces made by everybody in this episode. Thank you to the animation team for bringing us this goodness. <laughs> Anyway, you can subscribe to this podcast, and please do, on Apple Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Podcast. Once in a blue moon, I might actually post. 
or send an email to peakhappypodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Peak Happy Podcast. Best wishes and gotta catch them all. 